Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name Hello. is Mark. Once again, I am joined by that voice belonging to Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. How you doing? I'm okay. I want people to know that we do speak for like a good five minutes or so. It sounds like I just rang you up when we started recording <laughs> and you're like trying to get my attention, but you're just doing that on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And he's also really good at expanding and yes anding things like that we're also joined by jackie hello jackie hello whoa ha what are you doing You're, i don't know this is just getting worse if we had a thir- <laughs> if we had another co-host it would they would just scream i don't know miles hasn't tried to sabotage the podcast in a while so he, every every single time we start he says hello at the worst possible time so well that's like but that's not part of the podcast that's normal all right well <laughs> this is a podcast most, mostly about how people are rude to me, but yeah. also <laughs> about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that uh, you can now watch on Netflix. You've been able to watch on Netflix for a while, but uh, look, you don't care what studio it is. If you like JoJo's or you're curious about JoJo's, it's all on Netflix. We can all pretend that it didn't randomly take a near year-long hiatus once or twice. And this is going to be about Stone Ocean Episode 37, the penultimate episode of the jojo part six anime and i'm guessing what feels to you guys like perhaps the end of jojo mm. yeah like what could possibly happen here right uh but before we, we answer all those questions or <laughs> what is really going to be me just sweating and staring into the distance not talking <laughs> you know how it, you know what happens yes Okay. I, I don't. The thing is, I don't remember the particulars, and I'm dying to know. When we finished <laughs> watching this episode, I was like, "What if we just watch the next one?" And mm. we didn't. So yeah, I. The next one is the last one. You said penultimate, correct? Correct. The next episode is the last one of Stone Ocean. We probably oh. should have already thought about what we're going to watch the next uh-oh. week. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay, well, we're fine. We're fine. We'll get there. My friend. Um. My friend suggested Buddy Daddies. Or Daddy Buddies is a really good anime. Interesting. Okay. Put is, that on the list. And it, they would come on for that episode. Okay. Okay. Is it anything like Dream Daddy, the video game? I have to admit I'm not familiar with Dream Daddy, the video game. Oh, it's a uh, dream. It, I think it's Dream Daddies. It's about uh, y- you just date dads. You're you're a you're a, it's a like gay dating sim. You're. You, I don't think that's what it is. You date some Maybe dads. Yeah, it is unrelated <laughs> to Shower With Your Dad Simulator. No. That is a game uh, that exists. Oh, dear. I think it's I think it's a the, joke. The dads you date aren't your dad. They're other people's dads. Important distinction. Um, and it's, it's a very, it's like apparently really well written. I played the beginning of it, but I never finished it. Um, I couldn't choose a dad. There were so many dads. Anyway. Wasn't that well written. Maybe now you'll get it more. Maybe now you'll be like. <laughs> now that I'm married to a dad. You're married to, to <laughs> me, a father. <laughs> Maybe you'll I'm get not it. trying to think if it would be uh, if it would be a good time to go on a date with my dad, and I don't know if it would. <laughs> what? Like for someone I mean, else? Clearly, or clearly it you. worked for my mom. But like, if me personally was on it, I would find a lot of of it annoying. But it's because I already know him because he's my dad. You're saying if a stranger wanted to date your dad, despite your dad still being married to your mom. I think if it's if the stranger was me, if I dated my dad, I'd be like, God, this fucking guy. 
Okay, but and the context is that in this in this fake reality, you are not his son at the same time, because you should have other so. concerns if you're related to him. <laughs> like, how, why did I agree to go on a date with the man that is my father? I think aside from that, though, I would still be annoyed by it. So, speaking of weird relationships with dads, this podcast is still about JoJo. Mm. Well, yeah, that's relevant. Yep. Um. But before we we get into uh, episode thirty seven, made in heaven parentheses two, we need to first take a stop in our. I don't know. I thought of some things and then realized they're spoilers. So I don't know. We need to read emails, folks. That's what we got to do. These are emails. Spoiler free emails. Spoiler free emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com you want to help us understand anything without spoiling us you can email us and we'll read it on the podcast i think we just have the one email this email is from shun uh subject line is i wish that i could oh i wish that i could turn back time hey jjb pod crew happy late easter hope you all had a good weekend also hope you had time to mourn because today we face one of the saddest episodes yet Feel free to skim. This is another long boy. Oh, everyone wants me to skim. Before mm. I get get into that, is Nerd Camp real? Did Mark really go? I thought it was just a bit, but <laughs> it does make sense that Mark was trained in the ways of nerd. Did Miles go to cool jock camp or something? Hmm. <laughs> Jokes aside, today's episode hit hard for me the first time I saw it. You guys predicted Jotaro's death. But there's no way to see all the collateral damage coming. It's so sad, but I love that Araki did something so impactful. Reminds me of Jonathan dying on that boat. What do you think will happen to the only one who survived Poochie's deadly attack? Who's more traumatized, Emporio or Polnareff? This episode is the only necessary argument made to defend Anasui from Mark. In my opinion, him and his stand have been nothing but cool and fun so far. But this episode should prove to Mark that he earns a spot as a main character. Even with Jotaro being there, a veteran in these stand shenanigans, Anasui is the one coming up with a plan. Him submerging a stand inside everyone so that he dies first no matter what is insanely awesome. Also, Jolene accepting his proposal and her speech about hope made me so sad. I love these characters. Wow, I should have went to nerd camp. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why Poochie was just kind of zooming around them like an annoying fly, but it looked cool as hell. Also, Mark, I appreciate that fact about Stairway to Heaven. I already liked Poochie before this episode, but this made me realize he was one of my favorite villains. This is because he was the first villain I truly hated. He has Dio's cunningness, I think it's just cunning, and charm, as well as Diavolo's ability to be two steps ahead, but man, he gets results. After Jotaro defeated Dio's knife tricks, he got defeated by Dio's boyfriend using his knife tricks. Did this episode change how you guys feel about Poochie? Sorry for the long email, blah, 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 blah. P.S. Now all the horny is mine. Sent from the Green Dolphin Prison Visitation Room without clothes. Aw. By the way, Miles, I think that word is pronounced Dio's cunnilingus. I think that's, oh, boy. I think that's how you say that. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, thanks for the email, Shun. Uh, yeah, Nerd Camp is real. It's like I said, it's just for like kids that don't want to go outside and do stuff. It's like... You get to do science experiments. Yeah, you do sciencey stuff. There's like a computer thing. It's like STEM. You do technology stuff too. Yeah. Nice. It's cool. We didn't do any chemistry. Did you do any coding? 
I don't think we did, but there definitely would be now if they did something. Yeah, like if that they did now. it now, they'd be probably there, I mean, like, like it, build it a be, robot or something. Just do, do something with an Arduino. It's weird because I feel like, and we obviously don't really know her yet, but if our daughter mm-hmm. wants to go to camp, I am definitely not starting with a nerd camp. <laughs> I would be like, you should go outside. To yeah. cool jock camp. Not cool jock camp, just like. Go be around that's, your fellow that's children. Definitely an area where I want her to be better than me and maybe us in general is just like being active, being social at a younger age. Cause I think it took me a while to learn how to be social. I was very shy. Um, just like confident in her own skin. I'm hoping that we can help her figure that out young before Why do we want our kids to be different from us hmm? <laughs> well We're i want great. i want her to be like me but better i think that if you don't push your kids to be better <laughs> take it's like yes and like best of both of me and mark and then uh, add on to something even better i think if you don't if you don't push your kids and you're not in like a financial struggle where they like have to rise up then i think they can only get worse you know what I mean? Because then they'll be comfortable and nothing is like asking them to be better. So I think we have to be like, look, ultimately, you're going to have some bad sides, but I know what my bad sides are. Yeah. So I'm going to fight for you not to have those and hopefully not instill a feeling of never being good enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like a big hypocrite, though, if you I'm are. Like, you have to play outside. I'm going to stay inside, though, because I want to play video games. Oh, I see. That's I, was, I thought you meant like when you were a kid, you didn't want to do these things. And then that's hypocrisy. But yeah, as an adult, that's the thing. It's like my dad is not an outdoorsy guy. I don't I don't know if I've ever seen my dad on a beach. I'm pretty sure he has. But like he did not go with my mm-hmm. mom and me. I don't know that I've ever seen. I've seen him play catch and stuff, but I don't think I've seen that man run at all mm. um so yeah it's tough to my, like, my dad's kind of a jock i guess yeah my dad would play catch. Yeah, i with met him at cool jock camp <laughs> too. My, my dad would play catch with us he, he taught us how to play baseball yeah my dad did that too but he didn't he wouldn't like run and field and stuff oh my dad would do well my dad we played like active. we played like backyard baseball and it's just like a narrow yard so you don't really have to run in field it's either mm-hmm. like the tree catches it and then you just grab it as it falls or you're like well that's out of our yard fun stuff uh man what else uh honestly does look better in this episode but it's it's a little too late i mean i'm glad that he does address his problematic past of he's the guy who loves to disassemble things is that him he's like i love he loves to disassemble things and figure out how they work and he took apart his ex-girlfriend and her lover when he found them Oh yeah, he's a murderer. Yeah. Sometimes we forget that th- that he's a murderer. And a lot of people in JoJo are murderers, but you shouldn't murder your girlfriend because she cheated on you. That doesn't really. Yeah. That doesn't work out to me. The guy, yeah, murder him. That's fine. That's normal. <laughs> I don't think you should murder either of them. But the mm. girlfriend's more at fault. She's the one who's supposed to be loyal to you. But I still don't think that she who should. Knows? Be Maybe he, this guy hypnotized her. Maybe this this other man used mind tricks. Maybe he used a stand. That's true. You should talk talk it out first to figure out who should be murdered. <laughs> yeah, one one or both of you is getting murdered. Make your case in this hotel room. <laughs> Do we feel different about Poochie now? I I think, have a lot of feelings. I think he's very clever. I forgot entirely about the Dio knife rain thing, and I really liked that. 
The knife rain? The yeah. thing. Well, that, the- I forgot that it was a... Well, I like that he used a Dio thing. That was cool. It's You know... I thought it was... I'm, sorry, go ahead, Miles. You started talking. I'm holding out for, like, when we know what the point of him is. Because, like, yeah. we still don't know what he means by heaven. Or I, happiness. Bringing happiness to everyone. Yeah. Will people be happy? Like, I'm, I'm going to withhold judgment until I know. I think, I think before they even continued fighting him, they should be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you want to bring happiness to everyone, like, why would we stop you? You know, they should have <laughs> right. just talked it out. To be like, hey, what, what exactly are you trying to do here? Because maybe we'll just let you do it. Like, we don't need to fight. Maybe we'll help you. Do you want us to help you? Like, I don't know. How do I feel about Poochie? I, I, I think that um, he is doing what a villain does. Um, I think that everyone was kind of stupid this episode and I kind of think everyone was stupid. Yeah. Well, they all like got together really close together so that it's easy for him to like one shot them real fat, like, like, you know, like he could like drop a steamroller on them or something. Right. Like, I mean, it ended up being the knife thing, but Mm. like you like when you're, I don't know. Like, think about, like, in a video game or something where you're, like, tactically moving your... You don't put everyone all together because then someone just throws a grenade at your people and they're dead. That's true. You know? Interesting point. You want to spread them out so that they can cover each other. Or, like, if one person gets hurt, the other one can heal them or whatever. You know? But if you have them all together, then, like, you, the the other side just needs a uh, an attack that can... Uh, you know, has has a bigger, like a wider range, you know? Yeah. It's, well, we'll get, let's talk about the episode later. We have other things to get out of the way. Again, that was an email sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon, by the way, that you can join and support for as little as $1 a month. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, that gets you access to the Patreon feed which has Miles's weekly cultural reference newsletter and Mark's, I don't know, yearly extra content, writings, random bits of uh, extra audio. Sometimes I put up things I delete from the main podcast feed. Uh, and that's just for $1. However, if you spend a little bit more and for $3 a month, not a week, a month, you also get thanked by us on the podcast like this. So thank you so much to Chad, Christian, Tim, Austin, Lobomber, Nocturnal, Bloof, Katie, Jumbo, Lord Zendar, Kassoon, Soliloquy, Dalton, Daniel, I love Jojo Uwu, Brian, Matt, Shoon and Clit Rocket. Yay. Clit Rocket. Oh, Clit boy. Rocket. What what a name to what a name to end on. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We Thanks. Hope you have enjoyed the witty ramblings of three strangers, perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe you know us though. Yeah, for all we know, you're all our extended family just being nice. We don't know. Again, patreon.com slash JJB pod. You can Throw us a dollar or three. That's our slogan. Come on, you can do it. All right. So now we're going to talk about episode 37, Made in Heaven, part two of Stone Ocean, which is the 189th episode overall 
of the JoJo anime by David Production. Uh, and this is adapting chapters that came out at the beginning of 2003. February 2003 is when Araki is uh, drawing all these people being horribly mutilated mm. uh, and zipping around together. And um, there's a few things that are that are uh, there's a few things that are cut out, but they come later. Uh, Jackie, why don't you start us off, or if you want, we can jump right into your discussion about if these people are stupid. Uh, I I'll I'll just do my recap, and we'll we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Well, well, speaking of recaps, we start with a recap as usual. Um, so where we left off, things are moving real fast. Uh, because of uh Pucci's new stand that he names uh made in heaven or in february 2003 stairway to heaven okay um things are moving real fast uh jotaro is like what can i do where is he i can stop time for five seconds and there he's like oh he's behind a palm tree and he tries to aura 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 him and then and then we... Uh, he gets Pucci, his neck cut. Pucci says something about how this power's purpose is to guide the human race into true happiness. And that's how it... Uh, that's how the recap ends and we get the intro music. Um, and then Pucci again is like, you got... You're, I'm gonna kill you guys. All, all you wonderful people. I'm gonna kill you guys and your death is gonna be a sacrifice to for humans to achieve happiness. And everyone's like, "All right, cool, whatever." You're, I don't, I'm not listening to what you're saying. I just want to punch you. Um, I don't think they say that. That's basically their what they they're that's not saying. It's like between the lines. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what they mean. Um, there's a Emporio shot. Wait, something about a gum ghost? Gun ghost? Gum ghost is way funnier. <laughs> uh, but Emporio but, has a gun in his ghost room. Way more useful is, and I looked, I read the manga chapter, I, I skimmed it really fast, and when he says ghost gun, and he pulls it out, I think the, I think they might subtitle it as gun ghost, which I guess is more accurate, but ghost yeah. gun is way funnier. Uh, he yells it in the same way that someone would yell their stand. So, so he pulls it out. ghost of- gun like one that has had its serial number scratched off? Yes, or one that is like, not all the way machined into a gun so it doesn't get a serial number and is untraceable. It's what I commit all my crimes with. So he pulls a gun out of his hammer space, Emporio? Yep. And then he shoots the gun I mean, that yeah. has kiss on the bullet. That has um, um, Hermes' kiss stamp. Right. on one of the bullets. We don't know that when he fires it, but then, yeah, Jolene's like, guns don't work. Um, but then, because it, you know, because kiss splits... The bullet into two, uh, they... Doesn't split it, it makes a copy. Whatever it does. It makes a copy that then needs to return back together, to snap back together. So the the bullet, the gun shoots the bullet, the bullet flies real far away, and then they're holding on to the other copy of the bullet, which then tries to snap back to where the bullet is flying right. through the air, and then they just are basically traveling on the bullet. Which makes me wonder, I guess Kiss's power, I guess there is specifically an original and a copy. Because otherwise I was thinking, mm. well, why doesn't the shot bullet just fly back to a yeah, or they, hand? they but, meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But I guess this kind of makes sense. And I also was sort of thinking like, it's not like a real bullet where if it tried to fly out of your hand, you're, you would just lose a finger or something. Mm. It's a stand power. So I guess it's okay that Emporia is able to hold on to it like a little grappling hook. 
Yeah. And everyone, it, was it obvious in the anime? I feel like I only noticed it when reading the comic that they're all bound together with Stone Free, that Jolene has like... So, yeah, you see that later and it's more clear. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like... They have if a you little went, rope around themselves? Yeah, it looks like like if you uh, had like too much in the trunk and you just sort of bungee corded it all together in the back of your car. Like everyone's just sort of strapped together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I understand you, the problems you have with this, Jackie, but at the time I was like, this is so cool. Everyone's staying together. I liked how collaborative it was. Yeah. Because in past parts you don't see so much... Um, like... They don't work together that like this a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm always happy when there's more than one stand user working together, and often there's someone who's delegated to just be a narrator. Mm. And Emporio is useful once again after being useless for perhaps dozens of episodes. <laughs> I don't know. I guess for a long what, time because he had the gun. He had the gun, and later on, he's useful too. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess that's a good point because yeah, Jolene is using her power. Aramis is using Kiss. Uh, Emporio is using the gun that he uh, found in his hammer space. Um, Jotaro is, you know, he's in charge of stopping time. And Anasui is in charge of putting his stand inside everybody's body. Uh, so that when he gets hurt, he can signal you. He says that he'll signal you from inside. And I, maybe that was too hard for the manga or the anime to depict. Because in the anime, he ultimately just yells, like, do it now. <laughs> yeah, which he, is, like, what a signal. That takes a little bit longer. Yeah, He just tugs on his vein. I thought, Yeah, I thought he was going to, like, tickle his asshole or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you feel like you have to fart, so, that's it. So Anasui uh, is the one coming up with this plan. He's like, he he can... This, this is where I think he goes wrong. Because Anasui is like, he can only attack one of us at a time. I guess because he's one person, he can only attack one of us at a time. Which... I yeah, but like it's not true. He could throw a grenade. He could throw a bunch of knives. He could, you know, I don't know. There are literally panels where he he could probably do something creative with his power to make it like you know to to instantly have a volcano erupt and have lava hit them or something. I don't know. Right, and he <laughs> in one swoop manages to later manages to kill or dismember uh, Jotaro and Hermes at the same time. Yeah. I guess technically like Anasui's logic would be that by the time his hand goes through one person I'll signal it and then Jotaro could instantly stop time. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you're right Right. that he could make a volcano blow up or something, yeah. I think a grenade is like the kind of obvious thing if he had one. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he could find a grenade. He's zipping around all over the place with his super speed. He could find a fucking grenade somewhere. Yeah. Military just, surplus story in like a strip mall in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Or like drop something, <laughs> drop a fucking anvil on them. They're all there together. <laughs> no, the anvils unfortunately disappeared uh, when Bohemian Rhapsody made all the cartoons real and then the cartoons were murdered. <laughs> all anvils were A piano, deleted. drop a piano on them. <laughs> yeah. Could take it out of, uh, well, out of Emporio's I, ghost I, I was thinking a steamroller because of uh, that's what Dio drops a steamroller famously. Yeah, that would have been a different idea certainly than taking the knives idea from Dio. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway. They also talk a lot on the way to one of these places while flying. They have an extremely long conversation. Yeah. yeah it was very anime time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Anasui's flaw here is that he says they can only attack one of us at a time and everyone else does not challenge that because and so I feel like it's just the characters are like momentarily stupid. Um. Well, you don't have a lot of time to think. No one has a better plan. 
All right. And then uh, uh, honestly, it's like, Jotaro, you stop tra- time when, when he hits me or any one of us because I put my Diver Dan inside you all. Um, Diver Dan will give the signal. We've already talked about this. I'm just kind of going through my notes. Um, they're like, hey, dude, Anna, you may die. And he's like, if I live through this, I'll ask Jolene to marry me. Um, and Jolene is like, that's fine. That's fine by me. Ask me to marry you. Your idea carries hope. I didn't take this as her accepting a proposal. I, she said, you may ask, basically, and we don't know what she'll say. She might still say no. Yeah, she's accepting his request to request. Yeah. Which is fine. And I think it's probably in this moment not a good time to either say ew no or yes I'll marry you because that could distract everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then everybody's like, oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> Head flying off. <laughs> um so they're 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 all together, bound together. They're like, where are they? In the middle of the ocean? In the lake? They're not that far though. It's it's the ocean, but they're not very far. They're still in, they're up to their like knees or something. Um, and they're waiting for their chance to strike. Uh, we see the clouds are zooming, zooming, zooming by. Time is go- going faster. It's j- way too fast. Um, everything except living things are accelerating. Um, we see a manga assistant who's trying to ink. No, no, he's a manga ka. He's a manga writer. He's blaming his assistant. The man that's the man that's writing. Right. He's saying like, oh, this is all my assistant's faults. My assistant's fault. How am I supposed to finish these chapters on time? Right? Is that what that was? Are you talking about the guy who's writing, right? The guy who's writing and he can't and he can't the ink starts drying too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a manga ka. He's a, he's the manga creator. And in the be- when he first is introduced, he says like, my assistants are to blame. But it's also because the night and day is super short. What? What is so confusing about this? Doesn't the manga assistant trace over the fucking Not art that you write? No. Like, it wouldn't be the, the manga artist isn't tracing the fucking art. No, the manga artist draws usually the characters and other, yeah. like, critical things. The assistant can draw, like, the cityscapes in the background, add motion lines, change the certain things. Okay. And it probably varies depending on the title. Well, my understanding of it is this is the assistant who's like trying to get it done on time and the ink is drying before he can trace over with the ink and then he gets a call by Rohan uh, No, or something. No, what? he does not. He does not get a call from Rohan. Where, no. Where's Rohan? Rohan <laughs> shows up here. There's a cameo. Yes, it's just that... Rohan is still meeting deadlines is what it says. Right, because Rohan can draw with like one flick of the wrist an entire character. Um it's he, this guy's not able to make deadlines and then he's like on the phone or something and he's like what there's an artist who is able to make it who is it that's able to make mm. these deadlines and they're like it's Rohan Kishibe and I saw that and I was like this is anime fan service isn't it this I was thought, added by the anime I thought Rohan I was like oh does that mean Rohan's gonna come join <laughs> join them because he should uh, and this is in the manga uh, it is not anime fan service this is a very fan service heavy episode uh, I loved it I like it too. Why doesn't it, Rohan come? Like all this is happening, and Rohan is like, "Oh, okay. Well, not my problem." He doesn't, I'm have, keep a, writing he doesn't manga. have a jet airplane stand. How's he going to get over to Orlando? He doesn't know what's happening. He just thinks time is accelerating. Oh yeah, that's a totally normal thing. That's not a stand. He should be able to fight it. 
It's true. He shouldn't. He shouldn't really. And be, Rohan, he shouldn't be concerned with pink dark boy while things are happening. Rohan likes l- pursuing weird things. When weird things happen, when he hears about weird things, he goes to it because it might be good inspiration. You know, for his manga writing. True, but this is a worldwide phenomenon. He should find. He should call up his friend Jotaro and figure out what's this, going this on. This is a little bit of a. It's just sort of thrown in there. Yeah, trying to actually picture Rohan actually frantically writing manga chapters while ignoring what's going on. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some stuff cut out here. And also because this is a world, now that I think about it, this is affecting any living Jobro. No, it's Jojo not. Bro, it's not affecting it? anybody living. What do you mean? Like, okay, time is accelerating around everyone, but people are not aging. Right, right, not affect. Okay, but any living Jobro right now is like, whoa, this is weird, right? Yeah. So all of all all of them could be like let's let's go help Jotaro. But they can't. They can't even go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like how can you oh. even travel in these conditions? Okay. Like you try to fly and then all the jet fuel gets burned way too quickly or something yeah. and the fucking turbine f- flies apart. Um there's okay. some stuff cut out here in the manga that I thought was very funny. There's like a little sad scene of like a family like saying goodbye to their grandpa as he dies in a hospital, but mm-hmm. then he immediately starts rotting and they're like, "Ew, what smells bad?" Aww. it's very dark <laughs> wow um and yeah they do they do note the the gang in the ocean notes that like wait a minute the sun is rising it's uh, that's not how f- this is way faster than everything is mm-hmm. like things aren't supposed to be this fast yeah so that's why they kind of cut away to show all these other things happening laterally uh um, cats cats land and they're not able to twist their bodies to land on their feet in time hmm Araki what? wanted you okay. to know that's also something that's happening too fast. When cats fall, they fall too quickly. Oh, okay. So they have to like right themselves. Okay. Um, yeah. That was in the manga you said. Yep. Okay. Um. Anyway, so they do their plan. Um. Pucci attacks, and um. Anasui senses it, and he gives Jotaro the signal, and Jotaro stops time. And then he goes to, because he, you know, that should be his cue to punch the shit out of Poochie and kill him. But, uh-oh, Poochie's far away because he made Jolene's stand attack on yeah. Asui. How did he do that? I think he just did the classic thing where you hit someone in the back of their elbow and it pushes their hand forward. <laughs> okay. Is Poochie, like... Is he perceiving everyone going like, hey, yeah, we he is. gotta stop this girl. I believe he is, yeah. Sucks. Yeah. So he has a lot of time. He can listen to their whole plan and then... <laughs> yeah, he's probably so bored. <laughs> listen to their whole plan and figure out what to do about it. Yeah, but you have to sit there and like be like, oh my fucking God, it's taken so long to finish this sentence. Yeah. It's just like he just experiences like nonstop lag. Everything is lagging. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, so he made Jolene's stand attack, which, which sucks for Jotaro because he was hoping that Pucci would be like right there next to him because they're all right there next to each other. Um, so Jotaro would have been able to punch him, but he's out of range. So Jotaro has f- like four seconds now to approach, get close enough in range to Pucci to hit him. And, he, you know, so he's walking towards him Four, three, two. Oh, he notices there's a knife that's about to pierce Jolene's neck and there's a bunch of knives above them because Pucci had thrown some knives. So Jotaro uses his time to push Jolene so that it, the knife doesn't kill her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I don't know. Then, then time unstops, and they're all. He tries to, yeah. He tries to punch Poochie. He tries to punch Poochie, but I don't think he really does. No, it's too late. And then he took the time to move Jolene. And they all got knives inside them, and they're like, they look not good. They, I didn't think that they were dead, but they look in bad shape. It's a lot. Poochie seems to have a lot of time to be doing stuff. Yeah. And this is where I write, this is a dumb plan. They were all together so they could be killed all at once. Uh, oh, yeah. Aramis loses, loses both arms. Um, Jotaro's face, like, cracks a bunch. Yes, because this is where Poochie, like, it just almost seems like he has swords or something, but he slices through Jotaro's face and then Aramis's arms also come off. Well, her stand's arms and therefore her arms. Um, She could be alive. Yeah, and Jolene is like talking to herself in her in her head about how she knew her dad would be there for her when she was younger and she whatever she did, stole a car. She stole a car. Um blood comes out of his face. I believe this is Jotaro. Blood comes out of Jotaro's face. Yep. Um Little Emporio is the only one left. Um oh. and Poochie is like All right, dude, I'm the one who killed your mom, so you can be mad at me for that. Um, did we know that by the way i think we did it it, it did strike it's it a reminder <laughs> it surprised me but then i was like oh wait i think that we know that emporio's mom was killed by the priest or something like we didn't know who it was at the time it but was I by think the we knew that. by white snakes user or whatever yeah. um emporio tries to shoot uh with his gun but he misses because poochie's just too fast too fast for you um uh, Emporio, I wrote down Emporio flies away, flies away or something. But um, I this is I think when we find out that he is attached to a dolphin. He has been attached to a dolphin, a very poetic animal to use, and obviously one that is native to the area. What's poetic? Well, they came from Dolphin Street Prison. Oh, okay. Green Dolphin Street Prison, uh, and now they weren't green dolphins, though. It's true they were not green dolphins, but in the manga, it's all black and white. <laughs> but it's a dolphin is setting Emporio free. Yeah. Even though. It's stone free. They're already stone free. This makes no sense. Because. Yeah, I didn't get the dolphin thing, guys. They try to say, Jolene says something about like, oh, well, dolphins wouldn't be blah, blah, blah by this. But shouldn't the waves be moving differently because of accelerated time and accelerated gravity? So wouldn't the dolphin have trouble swimming to shore? That's a question about the accelerated time. Right? Yeah. Because it's not affected, so it's not, you know, empowered by Made in Heaven the way Pucci is. So it should just be like a human who's like part of one of these montages where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to do this, but it's breaking or whatever. So this dolphin shouldn't really be able to swim. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the idea is the waves could also carry it to shore just as quickly. I don't know. Mm. But I, I, whatever, yeah, whatever Jolene said about why this dolphin was a good move, aside from the idea that they swim close to the surface so their riders won't drown, I, I didn't really get it. There, there's also me neither. Yeah, I don't know. There's also a lot of butterflies everywhere. Yes. Okay. In the manga, it looks like Jolene is also attacked. I think you see her stand's arms come off and her stand's sunglasses broken, flying in the air. Oh. You do. You, oh, you see it in the anime too. Yeah. Okay. Well, she gets to attack Poochie here. Um, I don't. Why, but but the butterflies. What's with all the butterflies? Those sort of represent her. Okay. 
because she has butterfly tattoos and stuff. Okay. I don't think she turns into butterflies, though. No. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool power. That's kind of like a Jorno power. He just turns dollar bills into <laughs> butterflies and stuff. Um, so Jolene somehow gets to attack Poochie, and then she kind of swims away by attaching herself to this dolphin. Um, yeah, she throws one of the knives that's stuck in her. She throws that at his face. Mm. And so her and Emporio were riding a dolphin, uh, and she's talking underwater. And I was like, how the hell is she talking underwater? Because she's just yeah i was watching i was thinking her mouth is moving if i directed this i would have her once again use the string on a cup (laughs) powers to to because in part three they they do jackie they do establish that stand users can talk to each other underwater Mm. oh right okay i don't know how exactly it's sort of like a also like if you're moving really fast because a dolphin is swimming you to shore underwater i don't know i don't think you can hold your breath through that well remember really. this is all manga time you know they they talked they had I feel full like conversations. The water, water would just be shooting up your nose well they she says <laughs> i think she says it more clearly in the manga translation that i read that when for some reason when dolphins have somebody on them they swim so that the person can be out of the water mm. so emporio is about to surface while the dolphin okay. carries him yeah, and so Jolene's talking to herself or to Emporio underwater, and she says, uh, that dolphin will take you to safety. I can't go with you because Poochie can sense my bloodline, so it's all up to you, Emporio. You have to survive. You are our hope. Um, so then Jolene cuts the rope um, on her end so that it's no longer t- taking her, and it's just taking Emporio, and uh, she says I'm, that she's going to hold off Poochie, so she goes to hold off Poochie, um, days are still going by real fast. Um, meanwhile, everything. Oh yeah, they, we show what's happening to everyone else. Um, everything is disintegrating. So like anything that like is perishable is like disintegrating because yeah. it's like years are passing. Um, There's more stuff cut out from the manga here. Like seasons are changing. Waves are eroding rocks. Global. Oh, I I wrote down that global warming is destroying the earth. Probably. Um. <laughs> There's a guy buys some TVs and then they're immediately broken and he's like, "Hey, what's with these TVs?" Uh. Uh, the 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 chapter like heading panel is a bunch of like yen, a bunch of money disintegrating. A girl is asleep and her clothes are disintegrating, and her uh. manga copy is. There's in the manga a woman with one tit very floppy and she's like these silicone boobs that I just got mm. are oh no are like eroding or whatever they're they're and there's also of course because it's Araki there's somebody being like this Michelangelo fresco that I just had redone is already <laughs> crumbling away again uh, so yeah, a lot of stuff is just disintegrating while people are standing there like huh and people are people can't eat because all food just like perishes immediately right. Um. Yeah, we see people breaking in and into a store and trying to get canned food. Yeah. Also, a guy has a bunch of fillings or crowns or something, and his teeth are all just falling out. Mm-hmm. All his dental implants. So that's all happening. Then next thing you know, we go back to Emporio, who's like naked on the dolphin, and then he's in space, and there's other organisms. What is this, Mark? What ha- what is happening here? It's instrumentality. What does that it, mean? It's kind of instrumentality. What yeah. does that mean? The Miles explain. You know, like in Evo, when everyone becomes super. Okay. I think that's kind of what's happening. That's what our emailer seems to think. There were a bunch of references to Combs Susser Todd. Um, Wait, can you explain this more? 
it's just everything's too fast. Okay. And everything in the universe. Everything is everything. Everything is disintegrating except for all the living beings. Mm -hmm. Right? Because everything is just sort of rotting away the way it will. Mm. Uh, And it seems, it's almost like there's a black hole. Mm-hmm. Or some kind of singularity where... Okay, so that's why Emporio's naked, because his clothes disintegrated. Right, his clothes disintegrated. And then he's all in space with all these other organisms, because they're all that's left. I also think this sort of adds to the heavenly imagery, is just having this naked cherub boy floating around in space with animals. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of old paintings that Araki would like. You know, Renaissance paintings of fat little white angels. Is this what Pucci thinks will bring everyone happiness? <laughs> I don't know. So? Just getting rid of all the stuff. We don't need <laughs> and stuff. all the things and all the nature. Um, okay, so that happens, and then if you weren't confused enough already, Emporio is now back in the prison, and he's naked, and he's hugging a trash can, and he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's hugging it, but yeah, okay. He's back in the hallway visitation room where he was like before. Jolene meets uh, meets up with her dad for the first time. Yeah, in like episode three or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Months ago in our time. Which was very funny. That was one where I was like excited because we watched it. And I remember just thinking about you guys watching it and being like, did a child from a trash can just talk to everyone? Mm-hmm. I don't remember if that was your actual reaction, but that was how one of these episodes ended is just finding out there's a child in a trash can. Yeah. The show's weird. Yeah, and so yeah, so that so that's Emporio now is in the prison again, like he's no longer free. And there's a bunch of people in the prison who are also naked and they don't know why, but then there's people in the prison who are not naked. Like there's one guard who's like, "Hey guys, how'd you get all your clothes off?" Oh yeah, what's up with that guy? <laughs> so it didn't affect everyone in the prison. How did he escape I, this I don't know. weird fate? I don't know what's uh, this last episode has got to explain a lot, I guess. It's got a lot of splitting. I have a lot of questions. Lucy. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> I puv Poochie. <laughs> I puv Poochie. Yeah. You're naked in the penitentiary. So what do you guys think is going on? Well, uh, well, Jackie doesn't know what Miles thinks it's the it's the instrumentality. Okay. So this has set everything. So do we I think they've all gone back in time, right? I think they've all gone back in time and uh but something is we're going to find out something is different. But I don't know what. Yeah, I'm very glad for anyone Cause like when they first show him in the prison, I was so I was waiting for Jackie to like out loud go, "Are you going to tell me this was all a dream or some shit?" Oh yeah, like 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 uh like lost or something. Well, cause cause like around that is when we first see White Snake's the first part of White oh, Snake's yeah. power where that's a good point where it is it is all a dream where at there's that point. like half an episode where they think they're escaping the room and then it turns out they never they left never the room. left the room yeah yeah so it could almost seem like that kind of thing. So I guess it could technically still be that. But I, what I was going to say is that it's smart to have people who there's some continuity that there's people who are like, why are we naked? Because mm-hmm. we know because they showed several scenes of people's clothes falling off mm-hmm. in, at the end of, well, towards the end of this episode. I don't know what's happening. 
Did you guys like what you Either. saw? I oh. don't like. Okay, I know that there's an episode left. Uh huh. I I really hope Jolene isn't dead. Same. I would be pretty disappointed if, like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine that, like, she's lost this fight, but I would be really mad if she lost this fight. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where... She has to be the hero. She has to She has to avenge, avenge everybody. Mm-hmm. It's, it can't be Emporio. Emporio's not going to save the day. I, she does. She does tell Emporio to save the day, but I would be pretty disappointed if, like, he's the fucking he's the hero. Well, remember who reads these comics? It's little boys like Emporio. Hate women. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. I no. I was very glad because my memory of this was that it was similar to Part Four, where Jotaro shows up, and that fixes everything and i was like oh man jackie's gonna hate this and i'm gonna hate this but not as much as jackie's gonna hate this and even though we still have an episode to go that that is not what happened i think i can say that without for fear of spoiling you guys that that is certainly not what happened here and jolene is very important okay i it's this is one of those things where it's like i don't like what i'm seeing i don't like people getting chopped up that are the heroes and that i like but i do applaud I agree with our emailer. I do applaud Araki for doing something crazy like this. Because it is crazy. It's shocking. It felt like at the end at the end of part one, he kills Jonathan Joestar. Mm-hmm. And that was not something you do in manga at the time. That was like, what the fuck? And a lot of people didn't like Joseph because mm-hmm. they liked Jonathan and they were like, Who's this new ruffian? I don't like him. Mm-hmm. But Dio still has Jonathan's body, right? So it's fine. He's still there. He's still around. One could argue. One could argue. And I mean, I guess the question you have to ask yourself, Jackie, is what is survival? Mm. What does that mean, really? Um, And then the thing is, is like he never really, Araki does sort of, he doesn't skirt consequences entirely, but I think a lot of the main, the main JoJo's are all fine. They just happen to not interact with each other a ton, except, well, part four. Which is one of the reasons why part four is great. Jotaro no, and no. Joseph are all there. Part I guess I'm three, thinking of part, part five is in a vacuum, I guess. Part three has uh, Joseph, doesn't it? You're right. You're right. Part what am three, I talking about? Part three has Joseph with Jotaro. Part four has, has all, all three of them. Of yeah, them. yeah part, I'm stupid. Part, fi- uh, part five. Polnareff shows up. Polnareff shows up and um, Koichi sh- is there in the beginning. <laughs> like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, it's very important. How would you feel if, like, right now, like all this stuff was happening? Miles knows where I'm going. All these animals are getting sucked into the void, and then as as uh, as Emporio is being sucked in, like Koichi like rolls up next to him. <laughs> oh man, you know, I would actually, I would, I would, it would like go back around for me. I would go from hating it to like it would go, it would go past hating it back to loving it if Emporio and Koichi teamed up. <laughs> Right, that's that's how I would feel, unless <laughs> just what if, like the two kids. But then, what if Koichi looked at Pucci and was like, "This guy's not so bad. Maybe we could be friends with him." How would you feel? <laughs> it, again, loops around to be okay, good, to be funny, <laughs> especially because I'm and not then, and then sure. Pucci's three feet tall. I'm not sure Pucci has any wants to do anything bad right now. I really someone it tell just me cut people apart. Yeah, but he because they're trying to stop him from making everybody in the world happy. I guess if Anna Sweet can <laughs> chop, like the good guy. if Anna Sweet can chop people up and still be a good guy, 
eventually yeah. that maybe Poochie can just because he killed thousands of people by making Florida sideways. I think they should have talked talked it through with Poochie. Like, what are your goals here? Can we, you know, can we work something out? They certainly had a lot of time to, to communicate. Uh-huh. Because I feel like, like before this episode, rather, just they knew who each other was for a while in the same prison. They could have written notes. Mm. Like, what are you up to? But Joe Tata was like, no, no, he's bad. His boyfriend bad. Yeah. Yeah, really. Now that I think about it, because all all he really he 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 did a lot of bad things, but it's only with the end goal of wanting to achieve heaven, and then realizing that that what that means, I guess, is to make everybody in the world happy. Well, here's the which thing. are which are it sounds like he's doing bad things for maybe like a good reason. Yeah, but Jackie, this is what it's like. Imagine you fought in World War Two. Okay. Okay. What side am I fighting on? You're on the Allies side. <laughs> okay. I would hope you would have assumed that, but whatever. Mark, I don't know. You're making right, me J- imagine J- things J- that Jackie's aren't real. Jackie's here like, I could be on the Axis. I could be on the Allies. Who, am Who I, knows? Am I a mercenary? Like <laughs> You're fighting for the you're Allies. You're the one making the scenario. All right. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's now 19... It's 1950. The war, the war is over. Okay. You hear about some guy that found Hitler's notebook... And is like, I am going to finish what Hitler started and it's going to make everybody happy and make the world a better place. Are you like, let's hear this guy out? Dio is not as bad as Hitler. Oh, and mind you, this guy starts killing people. I don't think Dio is as bad as Hitler. What you know of Dio is that he's killed tons of people and and including members of your own family and okay. tried to kill you also. Let's add that. Okay. okay. And then you're just like, Oh, this guy's killing people to get to get Hitler's plan in motion, but maybe it's good. Maybe it's actually a good plan. Heaven is great brand advertising. I think I think Hitler is it's a different story. It's oh look, it's, it's cer- too it's different because a worse example. It's not like <laughs> It's, but but it's I'm not do, like I'm Dio was like point. trying to get rid of like a like he was he wasn't trying to genocide people. Dio wasn't trying to de- genocide people. Okay, well, pick your favorite world leader. I don't know. Okay. Somebody else who was out for themselves. Maybe Dio. I don't know what Dio really wanted to do. Okay, Fidel Castro's notebook. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. You know, if someone's like, I'm going to do what he did, and you're going to be like, let's hear this guy out. Yeah. All right, fine. I think they should still talk about it, though. I think that's true. They should still talk about it. Because maybe you can, maybe you, they could have won his heart with some some metaphors and some convincing. He could have, maybe he could have come around and been like, wow, or, we are Or assholes. maybe like, hey man, you, you know, you want heaven for yourself. You know, I support you in your personal life goals, but why don't we do this in a way that doesn't, um, you know, kill a bunch of people and, you know. Doesn't doesn't interfere with other people's lives and goals. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So now I guess the Compromise. metaphor the metaphor here is unlike the whole like lag thing and being on a laggy server. I don't know if there's a computer metaphor here. It feels kind of like when you play an old game and you have a mod that unlocks the frame rate and then shit gets really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like Dark Souls is a game people love, and there's a PC mod to take it to double the frame rate so it's nice and smooth. But people are like. Be careful when you go down ladders because you might shoot through the floor. <laughs> That's what Made in Heaven is kind of like. If everything just went too darn fast and got all screwy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I think. It's like a Dark Souls mod. Okay. 
Yeah, so you guys have uh, big expectations for... I would like a few answers to questions. Like, there's so many things left hanging that I'm like, is there, like, does this story just continue in another season? Certainly. Do you guys have questions like, how are there three more parts after this? Uh, right. Uh, no. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody had another kid somewhere out of wedlock. Out of wedlock, you know. Wedlock. Wedlock. It's out of like being married. Yeah. Being wed. Somebody had a kid somewhere. Somebody had a little bastard. No, there's gonna there's gonna be a little pink haired baby with fishnet stockings straight out the womb. Is, uh, is this Anna Sui's baby? Gonna, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know, like, Jorno and Trish probably have a baby or something. Jorno, yeah, Jorno's still around. Jorno can have a baby. Part five is like, yeah, that those Joe Bros and Dio's are like, they never talk to other, they only talk to Joe Bros. You know what I mean? They're like, no other Joe star interacts with Jorno or Dio. It's interesting the way that works in part five. Mm-hmm. While Diver Dan was, was inside Jolene, something happened. Oh, he he got so horny that he accidentally. Yeah, I mean, if Jolene survives this, she can get pregnant still from somebody. That's true. It could just be you know like a Susie Q, just like a random, you know, a random, just like a person. What? Like Susie Q. Remember Susie Q? She's the mom of uh, Jotaro, right? So you just you think that Jotaro's dad is just some random guy? That inseminated her? Maybe they fell in love, Jackie. I'm saying they're not, he's he wasn't important to the story. I see. Okay. Just like or or people that are just kind of like a, a side character or some I don't know. Right. Just like a person. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one of the people that we've met and that is dying now. I guys, I you know, I had some high hopes for this uh arc and I think I don't really like it. I was wondering. What if they co- completely satisfy you though? Are you holding out hope for that? No. <laughs> oh. I I think there's just been too many episodes that I didn't like in the I I I thought it started out strong. I really liked it in the beginning and then there was a lot of dumb stuff, a lot of like BS, like like more more BSy than Araki usually is, and I I really I, I'm just like really disappointed everyone was so dumb to be all like attacked I, at once I here. I mean, I don't know that I can see a I don't know about that whole I mean, that is kind of what fucks up in part five is they all get affected at the same time. Although, it, I guess it helps them. The fact that Polnareff's stupid Requiem stand switches everyone's body. Part five kind of got all like weird and stupid at the end, too. But Part four is very funny at the fun. end that like, if anybody tries to tell someone else the identity, then like, like I don't know. Spreading out wouldn't have helped them. But yeah. With which, which one? Part four. What happened? What was it? Which... Part four well, was like the who? whole like sitcom like rerun every time someone says oh part four was Kira right every time someone tells Kira's identity to someone else I guess that's a different that situation. was all great that was all great it was everything good. with Kira was perfect it, it was good except <laughs> I don't know how that arrow pierced him and gave him a, a new stand power but whatever with this I, I don't know Jackie I I think you do kind of have a point that there's nothing to suggest that they need to stay together but I guess Anasui's idea of the only way we'll know he's here because he's being so fast, as if one of us takes damage and I'll have Diver down inside well, you, so I'll know. His main plan was that Jotaro would, that, that, that having them all together would mean that when 
um, Pucci attacks that Jotaro would be in range to hit him. But like, yes, if that's a good plan. Yeah. You know what? What are you talking about, Jackie? No, I think you're crazy. It's also kind of obvious to Pucci that, oh, look, they're all together and I don't want to get close to Jotaro because he can punch me. He can stop time and punch me. Like, that's kind of obvious. Like, he, like, it's not hidden. Their their plan is not hidden at all from What else could from you Pucci. do? So, but what could who do? Anybody. He's too fast. I don't know. But Araki is creative and he put pull shit out of his ass. He could have found it, but he could have come up with a better plan. I don't think it's fair for you to judge these how did they, how characters did, as Dio, being stupid. Dio was more powerful than Pucci, I think. Dio was more powerful than Pucci. They defeated him. How'd they do it? Well, Pucci Pucci's affecting the entire world. And at this point he's so fast that it's almost like time stop. Yeah. Perpetually. How, remind me, how did they defeat uh, Dio? Uh, Dio made Jotaro angry, and then his stand was able to stop time. (laughs) (laughs) They have the same stand. Jotaro noticed he was able to stop time a little bit, and that, for no reason, by the way, it makes no sense that Jotaro stopping time means he can move in Dio's stop time, but he somehow is very able to very quickly match Dio's power, even though it took Dio a lot of time to be able to stop time Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. six seconds. Jotaro is it. Yeah, but was he mad? But Jotaro no. was big mad, and so he <laughs> managed to just match his power. It's kind of an ass pull. Okay. But otherwise, yeah, for sure. Yeah, someone being able to stop time for several seconds at a time is, to me, not as scary as someone who can move 50 times faster than me for as long as they want. Mm. And they're only getting faster. Yeah, it's kind of OP. And, like, honestly, Jotaro could have just left Egypt, probably. He could have just gotten in a car and driven away if he wanted to. With Pucci, I don't think you can even leave. No, you have to go into space. Yeah. But then Cars is out there. You have to start a new planet. You have to start a new... Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, Araki's the one writing this. He could have written, like, a better plan or or gave... gave, Pucci a limitation that they could exploit. Miles, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that even if this last episode is not satisfying, I think I will still think fondly of Jolene. Yeah, she's great. She's good. She's great. I like the beginning of this arc. I like some of the characters like Hermes and Foo Fighters. Pucci's a, a cool, an interesting villain. But I don't know. I don't think I don't think the kind of overall story. We'll see. We'll see how it ends. We'll Pucci's see. one of the more fleshed yeah, out villains. True. We shouldn't eulogize this season. Yeah, he's one of the Pucci's one of the more fleshed out villains. I have to say, even if a lot of it does show, come up later on. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you're criticizing them for being stupid, but it was cool that. Araki did give them a reason to stick together, even. But the problem is, is it didn't work. But that was also his decision as a writer to have it so that yeah, it's cool, everyone's collaborating, but then it doesn't work, so it looks stupid to you. You know what I mean? Like this type of plan. No, no, it looks stupid because what they're doing is obvious to the bad guy who has unlimited time to come up with a counter plan. He doesn't know that this other stand user is putting his stand inside people. He doesn't know that. He, He never knew that. You're right. He doesn't know that. But he does know that they're all together and he doesn't want to get in close range to Jotaro. Yes. He does know that. That's true. But think about it. In every other situation where there's a group of people, aren't aren't we always like in horror movies being like, stick together, stop spreading out. That makes you more susceptible. 
I think this is all just a tribute to how clever and strong Pucci is. I think anyone would look stupid next to him, ultimately. But it's Mark, Mark, stop trying to defend. Stop trying to save this. I just don't look. You don't have to like this art. Okay. There is a lot of stands that are like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. But I don't think you can say this was a bad plan. I mean, it just had. Unless you're like a can't argue with results type person, I don't know. <laughs> it had a lot of flaws. I think when you're flying on a bullet across the ocean, you got to think fast. Okay. That's what I think. That's fair. I'm satisfied with that plan, but yeah, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to see the good guys be killed. So it is hard to look at, but we still have an episode to go. Maybe it was all the dream. it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. You know, maybe what I, my plan would have just been to talk to Poochie and figure out what he's trying to, <laughs> like, <laughs> figure out if we can all just get along here. Yeah. They never did. Maybe that's the lesson of it all. Yeah. Maybe at the end, uh, Jonathan wakes up in his bed crying and Dio is like, hey, we're going to go play football. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe all the parts were dreams. Wow. We really got there. Anyway, uh, any any stray thoughts about the episode? No, I think we've covered it. For me. Yep. Miles. I wish we saw Rohan, though. Oh, yeah, it would have been was, funny. I really thought, I was like, oh, maybe Rohan's going to come and help them. Maybe that's the thing that that's, you know, because that's the other thing, too. Araki could also, like, potentially maybe i think you have you have a point about like how would anybody travel there but he could have brought anybody in like at the last minute like like a polnareff in in the previous one he could have pulled kind of anybody in or was it two ago i don't know whatever whenever polnareff showed up he could have pulled kind of somebody in that does have a power that could counter poochie and and help you know save the day but that's not what happened in part five he pulls in a character who gains a power I'm just saying he that could pull in a character to like, do with like their original stand. That's true. It was right, like, he could have done that. Jolene's power could have evolved honestly, or something. Honestly, though, uh, knocking on heaven's door coincidentally has heaven in the name, but that is like one of the powers that could defeat pretty much anyone. Which one? Rohan stand. Yeah. Is it called knocking on heaven's door? I think it's just called Heaven's, Heaven's Door. Store. It's just Heaven's Door. He could just set up the little pink dark boy thing. Poochie sees it while flying at them. Mm-hmm. And then he just writes in Poochie's head, I will stop trying to achieve heaven. And then Poochie just goes back to the seminary. Or just like freeze him. Like I'm I'm going to just st- stop what I'm where I'm at. And then they can kill him or whatever. I'm actually going to make time run a tiny bit slower. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That'd be cool. Then all your products that you spend so much money on would last longer. That's the future I want to live in. Anyway, we're not done yet. Who knows what surprises could be in store for us next week as we watch episode 38 of Stone Ocean, which is called What a Wonderful World. Aww. Uh, But for now, yeah, feel free to email us uh, anything that that you that we missed that you want to explain without spoiling it, Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com is our address. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter. We are at JJB Pod. There again, Patreon dot com slash JJB Pod is how to support us. Uh, and there is a Discord that we don't run, but we are in. 
And the link to that is in the description of this episode. Folks, we'll talk to you next week. I, I, I do have a parting thought. I just, I like how we discovered in this episode that Fidel Castro is my Dio. <laughs> I already knew that. <laughs> anyway. Good. I think, I think Bye, he, everyone. he is for most Cuban Americans. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll talk to you next week uh, in the wonderful world of episode 38. Bye. Bye. Bye.